Oh, dang it. Dang nabbit. What's wrong, dude? <laughs> What's okay. the issue? Oh, I, I oh got an issue. God. I got an issue on my end. My my mic is like floppy, so it kind of like it pushes towards me. It's kind of like how when a newborn is, is born and it kind of is attracted to like the nipple. So it knows like where the food is. So it crawls towards the mother's nipple. What are you talking about? It's science, bro. You you experienced it at one point. You might not remember it, but dog, I remember every second of my life. People ask you what's your first memory. It was the cold it touch the of the doctor's memory. hands, his gloves. Like when he spanked you to see if you were breathing. Hey, yo. Is that still nah. a thing that doctors that surgeons do? Um I wonder because be the whole point way. of it is to, to get the baby to take its first gasp of air. But like there's gotta be a get... better way. Yeah. Do you you starting people off with their kinks way too early? And that's where it comes After from. The womb, you getting a hit? That's a, that's walkie. You meet a girl, but... you meet a girl and she's like, you know, when we do what we do, I like a little spanking. What we do what we do. What we do. And, you're, and, and you're just like, how does that how did that happen? Oh, uh, when I was born, you know, the doctor just. I didn't start. <laughs> nah, this is ridiculous. Next. Cut that out. Cut that whole bit out. How do you want to start this episode? Should you have any ideas in mind or? Hmm. It's been a couple months. I don't think we remember how to do this. Uh, I'm ready to come into frame. I'm just waiting for the cue. Well, we can't really see any. Okay, sure. Uh, uh. Hey, me, Kramer from the blackface episode. I went the full mile, got a full race swap. It's the same old Kramer. It's, it's method acting, dude. What's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a good performance. That was an Oscar worthy. I don't I don't even remember this episode you're talking about where he does blackface. I do so remember it was, and mind you, I do remember did, the episode I, I, where at the Laugh Factory where Kramer was like, I got I got a stand up bit tonight. Are you gonna are you guys gonna <laughs> come see? I do remember that one. So maybe in his case, he was full method and cause that that was the episode, right? He was dating a black girl and completely unrelated. He got really into sun, uh, uh, the tanning in the mm -hmm. tanning salon. So he laid in the tanning bed too long, you know, classic trope. And he met this girl's family for the first time. Very brown. A lot browner than he usually is. Um, but yeah, maybe his whole rant in the Laugh Factory, he still thought he was a black man it's it's like nah. that it's i, I like still that. haven't watched the whole thing but i read i read off clips and it was like we used to we used to kill people like you it's, it's, it's like that insane um, stuff that uh what's his face uh grinch what is his name i'm i'm blanking jim carrey jim carrey it's like after he did that andy kaufman movie and he just he it took him like three years to break out a character that's what happened to michael <laughs> richards it took him like it took him like 10 years to I break out a character from that one episode yeah 
But I'm not I'm not just gonna joke away Kramer's intense burning racism as method acting. He's walling, right? But Jim Carrey as Andy Kaufman, I think it's either one of two things. He well, I, I and I think this is the case. He's probably not neurotypical or normal, right? Just the the way he can shape shift his skull, that's not a, a standard human trait. He's special in that way, right? But the other theory is that the spirit of Andy Kaufman possessed Jim Carrey for all three years and was puppeteering his body. But like, I, I think I stopped watching that documentary in the middle because I was like, this is weird. This is really weird. But yeah, Jim Carrey, generational talent right there. Amazing actor. Number one weird guy. That time and time again. Of course. I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to be very but, sad when he dies. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's yeah. like coming. I think soon. a lot of people will be, but like, <laughs> you say weird guy. Besides the Andy Kaufman situation, because that that was weird for you know, the Kaufman family and the the, you know, staff involved in making the movie. But he hasn't hurt nobody, right? He's just a pretty wholesome guy. Yes, I don't think he has. But he's a weird guy though he's always been but yeah. that's but that's been his charm you know that's been his thing yeah. it's an ain't no other taste. jim carrey there's only one jim carrey it's an acquired taste just like this podcast <laughs> coming at you number four episode 43 welcome back baby this time we're sitting in the comforts of our own homes which is something we usually don't do we, we're normally in an office uh we spend about <laughs> five thousand a month just on our one office we don't even don't even get me started on the other offices we we take part on uh but unfortunately with this little thing uh, i don't know if you guys heard of this little thing called covid19 uh it gets a little gets a little dicey in here and now so um uh so if you if you haven't noticed by now uh our sets a little differently i'm in my house jelani's in his uh multiple houses that he just recently bought um all off bitcoin with all off bitcoin doomcoin dogecoin whatever coin we got um yeah so with everything going on in both our personal lives and in society covid because we we do live in a society we unfortunately let's not, do live in let's one. not forget that um we we decided to take a take a little a little jab at remote recording as we'd like to call it uh i sent this an email. is not our first rodeo remember we are real early in the pandemic um yeah we, we did that we did a little we did Zoom that. virtual meeting but this, this setup is a lot less archaic a lot yeah. more or yeah, you yeah for, for sure, for sure. Uh, I sent out an email last night to the company, to all the employees that uh, you got your wish, everybody. You get to stay home. Uh, our editors, our producers, our directors, uh, right now they're they're actually on the call as well. You just can't see their faces. Um, they're overseeing the whole project, uh, but it, it's fine. You know, we're still gonna we're still gonna do still gonna do what we do. It's episode forty three of the Doomcast podcast, and we're getting into it. What's up, Jelani? How you doing? Oh, I'm pretty good, you know. Yeah, what 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 isn't going on? You know, of course, everybody's inside, or at least we should be. You know this what's interesting? What's interesting to me is that like, this is like it, we're like over a year into this pandemic, and this is kind of like the first time that we've had to been forced to do this 
really because you you mentioned we we kind of dabbled in this in 2020 but it was only for like one two times we were just like nah you can come back you come to my house yeah because because when we were doing virtual stuff i mean when i was coming over to record that's really the only time i was leaving my crib you know what i mean like otherwise i was doing everything inside virtually you know school internship or i was doing that all virtually so i was only really leaving to record um but now i'm trying to do a lot more you know i got vaccinated so i could actually go places um you got what vaccinated i got the jab come on dude what's your problem we we (laughs) talked about this we said we both weren't gonna get it that never happened don't even (laughs) you can't even play like that bro because the misinformation is rampant um and i think that's the grossest thing right because if there was genuine you know uh reasons to not get the vaccine right as far as health complications now i understand it's a it's a cash grab because these companies are able to profit immensely off of you know providing vaccinations but it's gonna decrease your likelihood of dying so why not take it why not take it um that doesn't mean though that you could just be out here wilding out you know, uh, going to strip clubs, sucking on butt plugs. Dude, Vaccination that's, that's not going to protect news, you from man. that, bro. The people don't that's do that as news. much, that's man. We haven't done a podcast in that four a, months. That was such so a 2020 lot to thing. Talk about. Um, was it World four months? Spinning. It was back in August. So that's September, it's October, August, November, bro. December. This five. is actually about more to be than five. Four months, yeah. Five months, bro. Um, why this that's the case, I, I don't know. But um, I am sad that we didn't get a chance to do a Halloween one, especially a Christmas one. Uh, we did Slack this past year, uh, especially after doing them when we started channel and then the year after. So it became a little bit of a, uh, a two year tradition. It unfortunately ended at two years, uh, but we will get I, I promise this year, next we'll, year back. or this year, this year, uh, lockdowns could be uh, let let up, eased up on. We could go care. It could be even worse, trick- you know, treating. or it could be even worse. But which is why we're 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 trying this now. Say that. Oh, so so that. so no matter what happens we know how to remote record it's gonna get better it has to get better i don't know spanish flu lasted what like 10 years bro don't even say that, bro. Don't <laughs> say that. i mean you think I, you're funny you think i like to, i like to, i like to be an optimist but you also have to be a realist at the same time okay but i think that realism is taking the proper precautions you know washing your hands washing your legs i didn't nope. think that was a thing that <laughs> just let the water rinse down the soap is getting it's crazy no. how like when you shower scrub your body all of your body like, like that's why, gonna why, that's gonna decrease your risk of covid as well why is that like just now becoming a thing like people are just like wait you're supposed to wash your feet i thought i thought the i thought the suds just get it i thought that is the, filthy the, that is the, dirty the i don't understand um like that's that's becoming a know. pandemic within itself. The amount of people that just don't—that's the real pandemic. That, that don't wash their feet, don't wash their legs, don't wash their properly. back. Don't forget the back. Don't forget the behind the ears. Behind the ears is important, bro, because that's the thing about behind the ears, right? You wash your hair, the dirt from your ha- hair is gonna run off and stay behind the ear. If you don't clean behind the ear as well, it's just gonna accumulate. <laughs> you won't get a fungus. Yuck. 
That's gonna Speaking of fungus, Boozy Badass tried shrooms for the first time. I thought you were just going to say Boozy, Boozy Badass is the fungus. Yo, yo, he has been one of the many uh, celebrities terrorizing my timeline throughout the whole pandemic, you know, lockdown. Just I'm just seeing news about him time and time again against my will. I think also in that same genre of celebrities is Megan Fox, uh, Pete Davidson, you know, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't want to know about them. I don't need to know about them. And yet and still, I hear about them every day. Who do you want to know? Who but, do you want to know about? Like, what celebrity do you want to know about? Because I know you have some. You can't front. You can't lie. I, I caught you. What do you mean you caught me? What is that supposed to mean? Because <laughs> I expected you to be like, I don't, I don't dabble in celebrities' lives. I don't care. The day to day, I really don't. I would, of course, oh, and, and hmm, I wonder because that's the whole thing. It's like never meet your heroes. Um, because whether it's celebrity or, or someone who's just really good at their craft, they get kind of turned into this type of mythology, you know, people be acting like Tom Holland is Spider-Man. He's an actor. He could be though. You know? He could be, he could be. Yeah. He's, he's, he's young. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's radioactive spider by the way. Uh, yeah. That's all he needs really. I mean, he does his own stunts. So he's he's very not, agile. Not all of them. All right. Well, he does. He's some a very of his, talented. Not to take away from his stunts. He does man. some of his stunts, which is something yeah. we're gonna get into later when we eventually yeah. finally finally talk about Spider Man, whatever the heck mm -hmm. it was called, Far From No Way. <laughs> you, don't, you don't remember the title I don't, of the I movie? I get but... confused, but I, I get confused between Far From Home and No Way Home. I still to this day, no, no Way, Way Home, Home is the one that just the came. The way out. it ended. How can you forget the title? What do you mean? Oh, I see. We'll get into no that later. Home. We're a bit late, but you know, that means we could spoil more because everybody in the exactly. world has seen it. Not well, we that that was going to stop us before. When we start to get um, into it. Because um, there's still people who haven't seen it, you know? Cause that block is my mind, really. Because like even, I don't know. Like if you really wanted to see this movie, I think you would have seen it by now. If you really wanted to see this movie. <laughs> it, it would be different if it was like, yeah, that looks it's fun. Life. Go to the theaters. Yeah. But I, I'd like that. This was like a huge moment. Like you could say that we could say that we lived for Endgame, Infinity War, Spider Man, whatever the heck. Yeah. So we were we were alive during the the shift to where superheroes is, are, are like the main American blockbuster. I was you alive know, during the first action movie. movies. Yeah, first Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider Man but, Three. That was a huge moment when I came out. I agree for sure. Um, I, I still haven't seen Blade. Blade was a classic, but that was before um, but my you time. You know, that yeah, the X Men movies. But but this shift to the movies that are making a billion dollars every summer, blockbuster. They're the MCU movies. Avatar. Um, I went to Avatar weekend. It came out. Yeah, that was mind blowing. That was, that was crazy, and I was like, "This is not. This is only okay." <laughs> but people were like, "This is the greatest movie of all time," and I was like, "It's it's, it's, it's all the right." The plot was lacking, bro, but visually stunning. You can't deny that. Are you gonna Avatar, see the second one? Visually amazing, and it still holds up. It, it's not even on some at the time. I have I haven't seen I haven't seen it in it. years. Are you gonna I see the second one? one? Was on something just live, and I watched in the middle of it. Got into it. 
but that whole you know allegory for indigenous people getting violated by some colonizer like that's done time and time again they didn't really do and put a fresh spin on it or nothing well they're gonna do it again with the sequel that's finally gonna come out soon that's been in in the worst it's been coming out for the past eight years they announced that like right after it came out too like they were like avatar 2 is already in the works you want to know something cool though um the the main character sully jake sully right Uh when he (laughs) when he transforms in from his human body to permanently living in his avatar body that day was my birthday so i got the same birthday as avatar sully is that how that movie ends yeah that's how it ends he he permanently goes to his blue body because that movie and the avatar last airbender movie came out around the same time and i remember my family and i was like we're gonna go see the avatar movie i was so excited because i was gonna see the avatar the last airbender movie and then i sat in the theaters and i saw these blue people and i'm like what the fuck this is not avatar but But in the end what was the better movie yeah it was the better movie but at the time when i was like at eight seven years old i was i was very disappointed and you might have been more disappointed if you saw the actual (laughs) that's probably true yeah i'm like chamelon iteration yeah yeah just just not good just it just was not good um and you have one of the greatest animated stories one of the great greatest stories period in avatar the last airbender and he just takes and he's like mm, i want to put my own spin my own twist on it and make it infinitely worse my name is Shyamalan. his movies have gotten just worse and worse and worse his oh, last his last movie what was it called old where people where people go to this island oh his movie specifically old. oh i thought you were saying as a whole yeah yeah he fell off he fell off he fell yeah, off he fell off bad and and it's I, really unbreakable and oh i my recently God. and i recently just found out what he looks like i always just imagine him being like this old wise man like no he's like a skinny like not too old looking dude yeah he looked like he like 40 because yeah. he was in old right he was he he was an actual cameo. He was in uh, like Unbreakable too, but he I don't think he had a speaking role. <laughs> he doesn't trust himself like with a speaking role. Stanley type cameo. What about a Quentin Tarantino type cameo where he says the end? Oh my god. He comes in the movie and sniffs defeat himself with the inevitable <laughs> where, where, he, where he does a terrible was it an Irish accent? What is the accent Tarantino does in Django Unchained? I don't know, but I know in Pulp Fiction he was like, I am going to say the N-word as much as humanly possible. How much screen time y'all giving me? How many how many N-words can I fit in that? But like, come on, that was OD. I don't know. That's his that's his style of movie making. It's 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 it's, it's just how he does things. It's how he writes. He writes movies with the idea that he's gonna say the N-word and then builds everything around <laughs> he's it. He's like Hmm, how can I form a plot? This is my baseline. I'm saying the N word. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. a, it's like a, the scientific method of movie writing for him. Did you finish your we movie got all story? These amazing movies. What would Pulp Fiction have been without a Quentin Tarantino N word scene? Did you finish your boozy story? I mean, basically, he was on shrooms and he got gay high. Um, yeah, I did see that video. Was, it was pretty. And you should never, under any circumstances, be taking psychedelics and operating heavy machinery but he was driving down what appeared to be a highway 
pumping the steering wheel. It was a highway. I think the bridge was like on the side too, so he could easily like careened Wildly over. Wildly irresponsible. Yeah. Wildly irresponsible. For both himself and the people oh. around him. Uh, but, but I don't think responsibility. Has he not been a yeah, I don't think responsibility is a thing that is in Lil Boozy's mindset. Uh, he is now popular because of his constant homophobia, the weird things that he does for his ch- children when he bought what he bought, like a prostitute for his 12 year old son. And it's just like, that's and not it was, an issue, I think it was right? on multiple occasions. Yeah. I don't like, know how many the, kids he has. Oh, my nephews. Oh, his nephews too. Like, that's like not even his blood, not even his kids for other people's kids. Uh, that's... Lil Boozy, I'm calling and you out. And then have the audacity when Lil Nas X... And mind you, Lil Nas X, when it comes to his videos, he hasn't missed yet. It's been like an incredible production. And he got range on it. It's, it's crazy. Uh, Montero was a, a really cool video. Um, When the Sun Goes Down was a really cool video. So Lil, he's like he's like the black male pop star right now, I think. Um... But have the audacity to see Lil Nas X just stunting and go think about the kids. What's the problem? Dude, Why are you making that face? Well, we we oh. we know he's just blatantly homophobic under the guise. Yeah, that's, of, that's what uh, it is, and he doesn't like to hide it yeah. because he thinks it's okay. Yeah, because that's that's how anymore. he grew up. You know, he was around. Uh, uh, guardians and adult figures that said those exact same things. Yeah. So now he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna say the same thing because it's socially acceptable." Uh, yeah, acceptable. Yeah. But I think after a while, you as an adult have the responsibility to unlearn and relearn. Um, we constantly get into this 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 whole conversation, you know, in a in a, in a playthrough that we haven't released yet. We talked about the whole Dave Chappelle thing and how he's just a crusty old man now and he doesn't want to learn Watched. that certain things uh, shouldn't be said now so that were once funny at, at a certain point in his life. You know, it's the it's the no country for old men moment where he realizes that he's 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 in a world that doesn't want him anymore. Uh, and it's sad to see, you know, it's really is sad to see. And, and I'm not gonna lie. There was points in that special, the closer where I was laughing like he's it's not like he's not funny but it's and, and it's it's tough it really is tough he's let me be clear he's transphobic right and there's no room for that you gotta like and, and it I think the 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 people who are defending him the argument that they're making is stand-up comedy is like the last bastion to free speech for a lot of people but free speech has its exceptions you can't go into a movie theater and be like there's a bomber i'm gonna shoot this movie theater up like there are exceptions and i think any call to violence or or uh dehumanizing people that that's like that could potentially harm people because no matter how you slice it, our entertainment affects the way we behave. But at the same time, he's equal opportunity with it. He's clowning black people. He's clowning Asian people. He's clowning Latino people. Like it's so there is a certain equality in that. But if that's your comedy, if that's your brand of comedy, ah. Can I talk about the dream I had last night? Oh, of course. Now, see, I don't even I don't even think it's that funny because it's not really that funny of a dream, but it's certainly like 
So I have a lot of dreams where I'm back in school, like whether that be elementary, middle school, high school. And in this dream, and then in this dream last night, I was in a classroom. There was a big window to the left of us. And there was two girls that we both grew up knowing. I won't say their names. It's not important. But we were just, it was like a math class. I had this random teacher and they just start arguing. The two girls that we know, they're sitting next to each other and they just, they just start arguing. They just start going at it. And the rest of they pull out one cup. And the, the one, that's how they settle it yeah that's actually just how the dream ends you you, you I still never it right watch that video head. and i never will we should do it on video oh no. <laughs> that's like our two, first reaction throw back to 2007 jumping videos. into the yeah. deep end so um they, they start like cat fighting and you know the instigator group that is teenagers they're like oh they about to fight oh my god and world storm one girl one of the girls just picks her up throws her out the window and we're like on the sixth floor and we just hear her and i'm just like i just witnessed the murder like this is this is one of those dreams are you you genuinely think it's real so you're like oh my god yeah i'm just like and then and then the teacher like runs to the window looks down sees like her corpse and she's like oh my god call the ambulance she's like screaming and i'm just frightened and everybody's so scared then the cops come to pick the other girl that threw her out and we're all like, yeah, she was always crazy. That that was bound to happen. Somebody should have stopped her. And then she runs in the classroom and jumps out the window herself. And I'm just like, I just witnessed two You got a people. dream about a, a murder-suicide? Yes. And then, and, then I, and then I woke up and I was so confused. And then I went back to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, this is a good, I need to, this is a good story. I, I definitely have podcast. weird dreams, but it's like, you know, um, so the more sensory stimulus you get after you wake up from a dream is the quicker you forget about it. So this could be smells, mm -hmm. touch, taste, anything, right? So the more of that you get, the quicker, the more you forget about your dream. So if I literally don't wake up, open up that notes app and write down the dream I have, I probably won't remember it, but I dream like every night, right? But if I write it down, I'll remember the whole thing. If I don't, I remember nothing. So getting that into the habit of dream journaling, I definitely want to start doing that again. Cause boy, oh nah, boy, I, I could, got some weird ones. Yeah, I could for pitch, sure. I could pitch not my... not murder suicide, but more like you know, um, I'm I'm in a road trip with Oprah, and we crash the whip in slow motion. See, I wish I had. But she's also interviewing me. <laughs> See, I wish I had dreams like those because those are like genuinely funny. But I have a lot yeah. of like it's not funny when you win them, bro. It's terrifying, confusing. Just like why did I have yeah. those dreams? I could pitch my dreams to like big movie studios, and we could and we could probably make like a M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, <laughs> it will probably be better than old. That yeah. is better than old. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He say he says that too. He's like, now that's better than old. <laughs> that's I'm better than my last torch. movie. You are the new Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> next episode yeah i gotta keep we're gonna read off of my dream journal and then viewers in the comments y'all could translate for me you could tell me the significance you could tell me what's wrong with me what of my my waking life is tell me what dream i have dream to have that means we have a successful youtube channel <laughs> what's the dream that Yo, what, translates what, into what that? dream i gotta have to stack paper exactly that i like win the lottery like your or paper something. Dream. if you win the lottery are you telling your family yeah oh my god I win the lottery. First thing I'm doing is buy my granny a house. That's that's where you go wrong, bro. That's where all the money goes. <laughs>
because well, I'm it's fine not with that. Like, the money going to my family, I'm fine with that. It's not like it's not okay. Let's say you win the lottery. What are you gonna do? Never speak to your family again? With that's an option. A million dollars. That's an option. I mean, for some people, I wouldn't oh, say. I would. Bro. I would tell. I would tell my mom and my sisters. That's mm-hmm. it. I wouldn't tell my yeah. own. immediate I tell, family. I feel you yeah. on that. I wouldn't like, tell my whole family. cousins thrice removed. They're not getting cars. What exactly? No. I wouldn't tell that. But but they don't know that. They're gonna assume that I'm gonna be like, yeah, I got the money to spend. Here you go. I'll pay for your operations, your cars, your houses. Yeah, so immediately, I would. Sorry, I turned my mic off. One second. Very unprofessional. Um, I would. Yeah, sorry. And, and we're supposed to be the last ethical podcast. Exactly. I'm over here turning off the mic. But um, yeah, I would definitely put my the the elders of my family in a position where they could actually relax. Because why are you as an elder working? You know, retire, chill. Um, and not to say you know when I get older, I just want to sleep and relax and then i think that's just a precursor to death once you stop moving and getting up every day and doing things that you just what if, what if you have a decay. really bad hip injury and that then you want that, to you that want to lay. commission for real exactly for real. yeah i'm not i'm not saying i don't sympathize with that but i'm saying like god just keep swimming for real um but i would definitely want to put them in a position where they could just chill for the first time in their lives um studio space you we were talking about that before we press record but definitely that's a dream to have is just a what about place. your own house would you would you not buy your own place see i don't think i'm ready for home ownership that's a big commitment people talk about just not even just house, like not even just a house like just an apartment oh definitely definitely an apartment definitely an apartment yeah yeah, yeah. um but like the whole maintenance and and you know repairs and stuff and that's that's but, it, but if, that's but if you're not doing that if you make if you get a million dollars you're only doing that if you're if or that you, million could go quick exactly especially if exactly. you don't have the income to do it but yeah i would do an apartment you would, you would have to do this um, if you if you got apartment. like if you got like a, the big jack like a 64 million dollar jackpot mm-hmm. and then that is oh so we think i got 64 mils yeah but that's before taxes What's after taxes then? You're making the hypothetical, bro. What is it after $5, taxes? $5,000. 5000 <laughs> Nobody Yo, ever talks imagine about... Nobody ever talks about... Million. <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody ever talks million. about what's the taxes like if you win the lottery. And then you it turns to five bands? <laughs> yeah, you $64 million. I'm, you don't, you don't I'm think shattering the, gonna... the jackpot. I'm <laughs> going up to that big wall where all the ping pong balls are written Slamming it on the ground. That's mad disrespectful. Take that government. I $64 million and you give me five bands? Take that IRS. You Somebody act, you act like the IRS hasn't done worse. Oh, yeah, you're right. Come on, man. <laughs> but, Moral of the okay. story, don't win the, don't win the lottery. Acting the rich is not a bad thing. What about us? I'm rich? I think the well, poorest people well, well, you don't have to taxed, say it on, on, on live. You know, you could... Still oh of. yeah, that's the thing. Okay, I feel like if I became rich, the viewers certainly wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want to be transparent. They don't need to know all. that. In fact, if I'm rich, I'm putting up a green screen, and it's going to be the same background. That's smart. But then no, I no, pull no, the no, green no. screen down. I saw, I, saw, <laughs> I saw something on TikTok. Somebody made a green screen background of their exact background, but it was just a loop of themselves putting a cup of coffee on the table right next to them. 
so it looks like you have like a cologne just like drop yeah yeah i've seen those before yeah for that's, sure that's, that's awesome yeah that's super smart you should do something like that but or have just it, have like, yourself sitting in the background sipping tea or reading yeah, a book or something or have it like self-service that's, that's awesome i would definitely want to do that have for it, sure like, for sure he's giving me notes giving me notes really. yeah i'm, I'm just um, feeding also... into that brain of yours man that's all i want to do i just want to make you better allegedly i just, <laughs> just want to make you the perfect specimen you can be bro specimen yeah what are you talking about well, for he what you, he thought perfect specimen for something? what for content creation bro <laughs> only the strongest survive if you create the perfect content creation machine it's gonna start committing hate crimes after like three years bro so enjoy the three years while it lasts oh my god yeah there's a shelf life yeah. it's kind of like you know in the sci-fi movies you make yeah, a clone like, and it starts like to melt replicant. after it's like, like a six hours blade runner yeah exactly they, they have an expiration fame, date you either make a bad music career uh, uh push a, a scam coin or oh pedophile like why does that why is that a consistent theme speaking of pedophile i heard um edp drives for uber now he what? He oh, drives for, for Uber. No, no, no. I, 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 I've been following that story closely. You've been he got, following he him. Can't, he can't anymore. No, no, no. His whole, st his downfall. Because I don't think people are gonna stop until he kills himself, like, or or he's in prison. But if he's in prison and he's a known pedophile, a he's known not, prisoner, and he's a he's, big he's, guy, he's not living through that. <laughs> yeah, he's not lasting a day. But he, like, he tried driving for Uber, Lyft. He got banned from both of them. He tried living out a hotel. People go to the hotels he's staying at and be like, he is a known predator. And he gets kicked out of the hotels, like everything. He tried to move to Nevada. They ran him out of there. Like, they not letting him live, and rightfully so. His I Eagles, feel no compassion for that man. just lost right, like two weeks when ago. When they had the sting operation, and, and he, was, he was getting cupcakes, but he was going to meet a nine-year-old girl, that wasn't his first rodeo, bro. He's he's attempted to meet up with with minors and got Chris Hansen like eight times prior and he just kept doing it. So at that point, make him suffer, bro, because he's not going to stop. He clearly doesn't have a conscience about it. I think you make should do pay. it. I think you should. Oh, be the one that I, I need to be the punisher. Yeah, yeah. I, was just <laughs> I need about to, to say, become a you vigilante. Should be, you should be because that 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 speech you just said was like straight out of Daredevil season two, <laughs> like verbatim. Oh my gosh, I'm giving John Bernthal a run for his money. Do you think he's gonna Bro. come back? I hope so, man. I don't think um, he is. Mind you, I, I've never I've I've read a lot of comics, right? But I've never read a Punisher comic. Really? You've read so, a lot of comics? Oh, I didn't up. know that. <laughs> I've never read a Punisher comic. Um, so I don't know like if he really made it his own or if it was a perfect adaptation of the character. I just know it was thoroughly entertaining to watch. You know, but I do feel that he was best in Daredevil, much better than in his own show. Um, and I just think that's because the Daredevil writers have been incredible. Yeah, I now, never finished that makes the me think. Girl. Is Charlie Cox gonna fall off if the writers are different? I don't think so. Well, because I don't think John Berthold and Charlie Cox are comparable. I think mm -hmm. Charlie Cox is on another level. John Berthold's mm -hmm. a really good actor, but I don't know. Charlie mm -hmm. Cox is like, he's up there. He's best actor you never heard of.
Right, that's a bit like best acting you never. People have heard of Charlie Cox. He's not a household name because yet, of Daredevil. Once he gets introduced to the MCU, he's going to be a household name for sure. They're going to be saying happen? Charlie Cox like Chris Evans. When's that going to happen? They already planned a Daredevil series on Disney Plus. No, you said when he when he gets introduced into the MCU. When's that going to happen? Oh, that's hmm. I wonder. We'll get into that later, dude. Um, I don't think. I don't think any of them are coming back besides Charlie Cox. Bro, so, okay. Iron Fist, doo-doo sure, feces. He's not coming back. Bad show. Not a good show. Luke Cage had its moments, but I think there was a fundamental flaw in that they kept trying to shoot the bulletproof man. And one of the villains in the show literally suggests... Why do you keep trying to shoot him? Have you tried to poison him? Have you tried to burn him? Have you tried to drown him? Have you tried to seduce him? You're getting, and you're they getting into like the shows themselves. I'm talking about the actors and the characters. Actors? Are, are, oh, they, okay. are they coming Mike back? Alter, he was a great location. So I agree, but I don't think they're bringing them. I think they're expendable in, in the terms of Kevin Feige yeah. and MCU. I think Jessica the one Jones that, didn't really feel an attachment to her I think the one character. that they, they really wanted back is Charlie Cox, and they, they might yeah. have got him. We still don't know yet. <laughs> Who knows what could happen? But um, oh, and uh, yeah, Charlie Cox is definitely the Charlie. best out of the defenders for real. And John Bernthal, I, I would love to see as Punisher again. Um, she's just a really good Punisher, you know. That oh, oh, he starts barking. <laughs> like my favorite part. So my siblings um, watched Daredevil for the first time, um, and seeing him in season two one of my favorite scenes that john bernthal does is the the leader of the irish mob is interrogating him and you, you know john bernthal of course he's not cracking he headbutts him he spits blood in his face all of that guy gets tight and he's like let's see if this will make you talk and he pulls out a drill he pulls out a drill and starts zing, 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 right and he's like oh yeah you're gonna talk about it or you're gonna do it and he's screaming at him and then he drills into his foot, and he's still talking shit. Like that's that's fantastic. That that's... was just one of my favorite Punisher moments. Of course, he has the more tender scenes. The courtroom scene was amazing, but man, that that I think I think as far as depictions of characters, he's up there with Charlie Cox for me. Charlie Cox is just different because he's playing a very unique character in that he is blind, but he sees in a different way. You know. No other character is really. But does Kevin Feige see that? I certainly hope so. I don't so. know if he does. I mean, the fans wanted Charlie <laughs> Cox, and they're gonna get Charlie. I mean, they might get Charlie <laughs> Cox back. Bump that, bro. Just, just say what you want to say. You, you, you doing too much winking. So, uh, I guess we could get it going to Spider Man talk. Spoiler um, alert. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler uh, well, alert. Well, first of all, first of all, Spider Man, no way far from home. No way home, bro. Just... No way home. No gay bone. Did you like it or not? Controversial question. <laughs> I thought it was uh, it, probably the most incredible theater experience I've had. I think it was a very fun movie. Well, what was what was um, your theater like? Let me let me let me ask that. So, um, I was in Jersey, and the people were not only loud but whenever the moments happened i feel like they lasted for a while um the first moment being that's that jersey uh, shit 
Yes. <laughs> the first moment being Charlie Cox, his introduction as a really good lawyer, right? Mm -hmm. And when people people's reaction wasn't clapping and cheering they were like what oh my god what huh huh it was a whole bunch of murmurs throughout the the theater and that lasted for like 30 seconds but it wasn't so loud that i couldn't hear the dialogue now later in the movie there were portions where i couldn't hear the dialogue at all see i'm not a big fan yeah i'm not a big fan i'm all for excitement i'm all for living in the moment but I'm not a fan of those theaters that clap for every freaking little thing every five minutes as soon as ever, anything comes on. I like the energy, but uh, you're taking away from my enjoyment of the movie. Yeah, because I, can I literally can't movie. hear what's going on. I can't even understand yeah. what's going on. When Charlie Cox came, when Daredevil came out, Matt Murdock came out, I was honestly surprised. Did Matt Murdock. <laughs> I was surprised as to how many people knew who they were. I got, a, I got some, I got some, who's that? But I, there was a ratio. Well, with the amount of leaks, there was I a feel lot of like people that knew anyone who was. didn't already watch Daredevil watch Daredevil in preparation for Spider Man, as well as you know watching Tobey Maguire's movies and Andrew Garfield's movies. Like you, you mentioned leaks. You know, I said this a while back. I said, "Oh, people keep spoiling Spider Man No Way Home. What is there to spoil? We've been spoiled for the past two years. That's how this whole started. This excitement started when people were like." Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire might be in the new Spider-Man movie. Is that not a spoiler Literally within itself? Literally footage of Andrew Garfield in the car Came out. Speaking. That's what I'm saying. And you were like, oh, it's a deep fake. I really? would have enjoyed, I would have thoroughly enjoyed everything more if I didn't know that was going to happen. But I went into this movie knowing, okay, Andrew Garfield and Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire are going to somehow pop up in this movie. Sucked myself out. I was able to deny it to the point where I knew it was happening, but it hey, it probably wouldn't happen, right? But once you see their villains come in, you're like, they they come in, they come in. It makes no sense if for them you not got to Alfred come. Molina and and the goat William Defoe. He was, I don't want to say he was the because Tom Holland acted his ass off, like. That was his best performance as Peter Parker for sure. Like he went in, but William Defoe is a generational talent. You know what I mean? He's I think he's on another level. But people are saying best MCU villain. I don't know. Probably he was getting bars off though. He was getting bars off in every fight scene he was in, beating the brakes off of Tom. He probably but, is, and but that's a testament to how poor a lot of the MCU villains are. Yeah, have been. Um, I think I think there's definitely been a shift, uh, uh, wherein Feige and the producers are realizing that the villains are more entertaining because a lot of times heroes' motivation can be very redundant. Of course, you have like the Punisher, who's like, "I'm going to rid the streets of filth and kill every single, you know, right." But then a majority of the heroes are like, I'm going to do what is right because it is right. I'm going to sacrifice no matter how much emotional or physical anguish I'm put through. I'm still going to save the day. That testament, that whole even great power with great power comes great responsibility. That can be applied to almost every superhero. Can it not? Mm -hmm. So I think that this movie went even further into what makes spider-man spider-man not just great power comes great responsibility i think what makes spider-man 
is the fact that he's a failure. No matter what iteration, there is a failure, whether it's a failure to, you know, uphold and maintain the relationships that are important to him, you know, going to Mary Jane's place, saving Gwen Hold on, Stacey. what's your point? <laughs> what are you getting at? How did this start? I went way off the rails. We were but... talking about Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to finish this point. Sure. I think that... This movie is good. <laughs> this movie is really good. This movie is real good. Plot holes aside. Plot holes aside. No, no plot holes aside. Fuck that. I'm tired of this garbage. Yeah, but, it's okay, a fun no, no, movie. No, I, think I enjoy the movie. It becomes a very different movie after one moment. Spoiler alert once again. We've been in spoilers. The, we said like five spoilers yeah, already. But just, just again... Um, there is a tonal shift after the death of Aunt May, and an appropriate one, but I think the quality of the movie increases significantly after that moment. Are, are you waiting for... Oh, 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 I mean, are you just saying that because that's when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come out? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, I think, the the... What do you mean quality? First moment, like, it's just a better movie. Um, and uh, let me try to articulate that better than just saying it's a better movie. But um, I'm more emotionally invested in these characters. When looking back at the first two in Tom Holland's trilogy, uh -huh. first two movies in Tom Holland's trilogy, uh -huh. I didn't care about that Aunt May. Like, okay, Marissa Tomei's hot. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> She's flirting with Tony Stark. But like... Because there was nothing. She didn't to, serve there as was nothing his moral compass. Yeah. But with that being said, I didn't feel that much when she died because of that. I agree, and I feel that all of the character development they did for Aunt May, besides, of course, her being her com the comedic relief and being a relative and confidant of Peter Parker, she wasn't that moral compass until No Way Home. And I think they did a lot of character development on the back burner. Like you're. And then to just kill her that quick, it's like, as opposed to in Spider-Man PS4, that Aunt May's death, that felt very different. Oh, now was he's spoiling Spider-Man PS4? Come on, man. Bro, that, that game been out for like <laughs> half a decade. Come on. Um, Favorite parts in this movie. I really like the 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 scene that was in every trailer with the, on the highway. Uh, mainly when Green Goblin yeah. comes out. That was that, that's that that's was a, that's yeah. that's probably that's my scene. favorite introduction. If we're talking about introductions later on when uh Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire come out, I feel like Toby Maguire's introduction looks really weird. It looks like a fan made introduction. It was CG so where he pops uh, the in, fact that the pandemic, but it's bad it, it really affects I'm not yeah, gonna give was, them okay. I'm not gonna give them so, any slack. They're Marvel and Disney. Yeah. They have the money, yeah. all the money in the world. Yeah, but it the, it was the fact that there were uh, scheduling conflicts, and that made it so that they they couldn't really do the CG until last minute. If you watched it like opening weekend, you're seeing a much different cut of the movie as far as the the uh, CGI elements. Like they're a lot more polished. If you go to the theater and watch yeah, it now, I heard that they, they did. They, they, there's they different versions of the movie that have played. Did they change the uh, reuse footage of Sandman from Spider Man Three? I don't remember. I don't remember that. What, that. What, what, what that, was that. When he when he becomes Flint Marco again, and it's literally the same scene where he first gets all melted away in the in the sewer in Spider Man Three. It's the exact same scene, but in reverse. 
So instead oh, it's of a him, call, it's an homage. I kept, I kept, I always, to this day, I, I still see stuff like, oh, this one scene is a homage to this one obscure scene in Spider-Man 1 from Sam Raimi, and it's like, shut and up, shut up. And, and I, I the, when he, when Norman Osborn went, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. I rolled my eyes in the theater, I'm not gonna lie. That wasn't like, a, they were trying too hard for the memeable moments. I think the one where they all pointed to each other in the lab coats, that one happened kind of naturally, and that was cute. But they were forcing it a lot of times, for sure. Uh, really? That's interesting. You don't I, think I so? think I agree. Yeah, I think I'd say I agree. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I still enjoy these. Well, whatever Spider-Man movie is going to come out, I'm always going to see it. But... The MCU movies like, have gotten to that's this the point. Greatest hero all time to me. The MCU movies have gone to this point where it's just like, ha ha ha, funny thing, funny current thing, throw it right at you, no matter what's going on in okay. the scene. And it gets but it's it's annoying at this point. It really is annoying. The goat Sam Raimi. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm done. Podcast is over. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the his Spider-Man movies. I'm saying there does seem to be a tonal shift for the Doctor Strange from I haven't read any of the leaks. I don't want to know the plot of the movie before I see the movie. Because all that's going to happen is create a very rigid expectation for the movie. And if they deviate from it, I'm going to be like, oh, that's not what I was expecting. But the trailer looked good. The, the trailer, images the from the recording looks good. Doctor Strange's costume looks like it's straight out of the comics. I thought it was really stupid when it was like evil version of you, Doctor Strange. I don't think that's what that is in the trailer. No matter what it is, if you bring yeah. an evil counterpart of a main character, it's gonna be stupid. I don't I disagree. Um what's a good example? If it if it if it's just oiled down to this is I'm you, but evil, right? <laughs> but, but darker. Yeah, that's corny. But then, if you get into the reasons why, like say for example, the Batman who laughs, right? Um, that that's Dark Knight metal, dark DC Dark Knight's metal. So Joker infects him with the Joker toxin from his mm -hmm. blood as he kills him, right? So that fucks up Bruce Wayne's head. Um. And then he proceeds to kill the entire Bat family. And then he goes into Crime Alley where his parents were killed and kills people's parents in front of their kids and basically turns those kids into his new Robins and gives them the Joker toxin. So that's interesting to me. That's not the same thing, though. That's not the same thing, but <laughs> he essentially serves as an evil version of Batman. But there is a reasoning, and they actually... It's an exploration of the character. Like, what would make him absolutely lose his mind? There's also, um, uh, they they call it uh, the the Darkhold spinoffs, and the, this is a recent comic book line. They have it with Spider Man, Iron Man, and just like, dude, what would happen if? And it, it's like the worst thing that could happen to him. Um, Iron Man ends up turning into a machine in a really grotesque way. Like he makes an armor and it regenerates him, but then it goes too far and it's on some cyborg where it, it, it calculates that the human parts of him need to be fixed. They should do that storyline um, in the next Iron Man movie. Instead of Riri Not the Williams. next Iron Man movie, but like what if season two? I was disappointed with some of the episodes. I didn't watch it sure. other than this, the zombies episode. 
So, and that was crazy to me. But did you see the way that Zombies episode ended? It didn't end. Didn't it? It doesn't. It doesn't have an ending. It, it ended, on a, it ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. When I say end, it ends with a zombie Scarlet Witch and a zombie Thanos, and they don't do anything with that. It's not yet. So I was very two, underwhelmed. Bro. With all of the Disney Plus finales, I've been incredibly underwhelmed. But Marvel doesn't um, know how to end their movies. They don't know how to end their movies other than big flashy battle. That's it. yeah. I think Spider-Man. I, I think Spider-Man. That's why I was really disappointed with WandaVision. I think Spider-Man No Way Home. I was gonna say Far From Home again. Spider-Man No Way Home actually has a pretty good ending. I like the ending of this movie. Oh a my lot. god, yeah. Because that and okay, I, I read a tweet I think yesterday, and it was like at the end of each movie in that trilogy, it's like okay, everything we saw before. He was a spider boy, but now he's a spider man. You know, he has that moment where he's in the homemade suit lifting up the building. And it's like, now that makes him spider man. And then they have the moment in Spider Man Far From Home where he makes his own suit. And it's like, he's his own spider man. But now it really feels that way. You mm -hmm. know, like he got nobody. He got nobody left. And I like the fact that John Watts was able to tell his story. And have like you know a more techie Peter Parker, Peter Parker that went to space and fought Thanos, you know all of this stuff, but he left it off in a way where it's a completely clean slate. And whoever decides to do the next Spider-Man trilogy or pick up with the character and write for the character next, they're getting like a comic Spider-Man stitched his own suit, suffering, struggling, I, I hungry, think, trying to make rent. I think he did that because of some of the flack he's gotten with how he's how he's made spider-man i don't think that was ever See, in the cards i think he was gonna go on with iron boy jr but when people were like no that's not spider-man he was like okay i'll change some things and that's why he and, killed off aunt may oh, that's why he's not with mj anymore or ned so now you again clean slate okay but it, it's mm, ah. It's a, both a clean slate, but it could be a continuation of that. Um, I was in denial about the whole Iron Boy Jr. thing. I was like, no, no. But seeing him on that last swing with the hand switch, stitch shoot, that's what Spider-Man is, bro. And that was amazing. That was like, yo. But um, I think the way it, le it leaves off, Ned and MJ can definitely come back. I have no clue what they're going to do because it's up to the writers and the executive producers, right? But... Uh, I feel like they were setting up Ned being the Hobgoblin, but instead of like the way the Green Goblin is more technologically based, the Hobgoblin would be like a magical Spider-Man villain. Um, and I feel like a lot of Spider-Man villains are tech-based. Doc Ock, Vulture, Green Goblin, um, a lot of iterations of the Rhino. Um, but if you have this magic hobgoblin who's making portals and and throwing daggers through them at spider-man i think that would be very entertaining to watch i think it would have a lot of emotional weight and i think they did all of that hobgoblin development for ned in no way home because we he heard nothing magic, of his though? magical prowess and using the sling ring and his grandmother saying that he's always been a magical little boy we heard nothing of that in the first two movies i feel like they developed both uh they developed ned in the same way they developed uh, uh aunt may which is just adding mad character in the so last he movie so he still knows his magic even after the spell that completely f 
Rid, so I think he would still know the magic his, after a spell because his... he didn't receive any training. It's just been like, you know, off of instinct, you know, but I think the spell would drastically affect his mind because Peter was like his only friend for the entirety of high school. Think about all the time me and you spent together in high school. That's like a lot of hours. And just to have all of that erased from your mind, you're going to be a little wonky. You're going to have a couple of joker moments, you know, like that's not going to affect your mind in a good way. Um, but the spell is probably the most glaring plot hole in my mind, right? Um, I like the fact that they acknowledged in the movie, like, bro, you didn't go and try to talk to admissions before you asked Doctor Strange to. Get I didn't the know spell. you could do that. But, oh, you could. You definitely can. I didn't yeah. know, but then again, I never applied for any colleges, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, you could go and send a letter. You can call up admissions and be like. Um, yes, I know I've been waitlisted or I've been deferred, but uh, is there any way I could, like, you know, get a coffee and we could talk this through, you know? Is there any way I could slide this uh, Benjamin <laughs> or on your desk and maybe your answer will be a little different? Anyway, miss? Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> but um, he ends up doing that and it ends up working. So the spell was completely, like, he, he wasted his time and he killed his aunt. And that was the thing he's a failure all of everything that happened was the repercussions of his actions right and if he were to just go to admissions and talk to them he could have fixed it the, the same way but even in the spell like the phrasing of the spell and what he asked dr strange to do was a failure he could have very easily gone to dr strange and been like could you erase mysterio from the minds of the entire world like so they'll never remember he existed so they won't think I killed him and they won't know my identity because everything Mysterio did completely erased, right? That would have worked, but we wouldn't have gotten no way home. So it's like a necessary evil, I guess. Um, I like, you know, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the clean slate. I'm perfectly fine. I would be fine if they, if they just got, if they didn't bring back Ned Leeds or, or this version of yeah and i think it, that could work it could it could easily work but i don't think that's what's gonna happen could be you bring in timothy chalamet as uh, uh harry osborne why timothy and, chalamet because that's a lot of people fan casting him and want him to be that because people are really, weirdos why you don't think he would make a okay harry osborne he's in everything i want to see somebody else yeah but i think that's why they're casting him like uh, me because come you know, on dude. harry osborne kind of has that star factor that uh, rich boy quality, right? Why don't we so why don't we bring back James where... Franco? Is anybody with me? There's so many reasons <laughs> to bring back James Franco. You know, I saw people um, that were like, why didn't they bring back James, James Franco for no way? And home? then the fanboys explained away that plot hole as well. In the spell he asked to keep the memories of or, or for his aunt, his love interest, and his best friend to retain their memories. And so the spell wouldn't pull in alternate Aunt May's and alternate Gwen Stacy's and Mary Jane's or, or Harry Osborne's, you know, um, because he asked for them to be excluded from the spell. Now, I think that's a, a reach, a stretch. But if they would have said that in the movie, it would have worked. Um, I Going back to the Harry Osborne thing, right, because just real quick. Um, if you introduce, it doesn't have to be Timothy Chalamet. I was just saying that because that's what a lot of people are fan casting. But you have Harry Osborne, 
you know, he's Peter's helping to tutor him um, at whatever college they're at. And, you know, Peter is mad broke. Harry's helping him out with the rent. They're staying together. Um, and Harry Osborne starts dating this supermodel. Red hair, Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> and she fully dyes her hair because, you know, she's in she's Hollywood. Oh, it's, it's the same. It's Zendaya MJ. It's not it's not another. Yeah. It's not like an, a Mary Jane Watson. Yeah. Okay. That could work as well, though. I, I, yeah, that that's what well. I thought. I thought that they would bring a problem with Mary Michelle Jane Jones, Watson. You know? Yeah. But it could be the think, real deal. Yeah, I think Mary in this. Jane. I think what's next is they're gonna bring a Mary Jane Watson, a Harry Osborne, uh, uh, uh maybe a, a Gwen Stacy, and Peter yeah, like, is now fuck gonna all that be deviation yeah, MCU and, and, shit yeah, going and, back to basics. Yeah, and Peter's now gonna be back. aware of all these people, and he's gonna be like, "Oh shit, the spell still has its effects or whatever." What? Um, what? What do you mean he's not aware of these people? I said he is gonna be aware of these people. Oh, I think more he's going to be aware of an introduction of a Norman Osborn. Say you bring him in in that first Spider-Man movie, but he's a politician. He has the Iron Patriot suit, you know. He's more of a businessman, which he has been depicted time and time again as. Or or, or he's funding the criminal underworld, and he's helping more supervillains to be created. You know, um, Scorpion, Rhino, Vulture, Doc Ock, these are all characters that have their origins tied to Oscorp and Kingpin could be like, yo, he's a, and, and mind you, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, he's been around the way, you know, he fought Thanos on a different planet. So dealing with street level thugs, I think it would be very entertaining for him to do that. Cause he would be wiping the floor with them. He would be, you know, really comfortable. He would be quipping a lot more and just, just really embarrassing them. And then as organized crime decreases, Kingpin's like, no, 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 no. We got a spider to squash. This is ridiculous. He's fucking up my margins, right? Boom. Matt Gargan comes back, gives him the scorpion suit. Uh, maybe you introduce a rhino as well. So he's getting double teamed. He's getting DP'd, right? And then you introduce Daredevil to help him out. Because we still haven't gotten Daredevil in the MCU. We got a really good lawyer, which was still amazing and i would love to see matt murdoch in she hulk more than i would love to see daredevil in she hulk sure. i want that street level vibe back and i think that's what we're gonna get with she hulk the, so. the, the new trilogy but i but they're gonna somehow still make it cosmic with secret so, wars uh whatever galactics whenever galactus comes out uh, maybe they'll uh, tie in uh, Fantastic Four or X-Men some type thing because we're still waiting on them to come out so um, we've been having I, this conversation since the start of this podcast is when the X-Men and Fantastic Four are going to come out I can't wait for the, the day very it finally beginning, happens the introduction of the Doomcast for sure but um, specifically speaking not to what you said at the end but at the beginning um, they they was talking about Kevin Feige making the distinction between cosmic and street level heroes. That's why, you know, you have these really grand stories with Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, ah, da, da. but then you have Moon Knight, you know, so they're, they're definitely separating that because an intimate story with a street level superhero can still have incredibly high stakes. But by making the stakes high, you just have to make them personal. And I think that's kind of more entertaining to root for somebody who has a stake in a fight as opposed to just being like, 
oh, if we don't save the day, the entire multiverse will collapse. Well, do, okay. do you think and? do you think we're gonna get to a point in Marvel movies where they're gonna be like comics? Because so so Spider Man swinging through Manhattan and he and and he bumps past Falcon Captain America, or he he runs past no. Daredevil fighting oh, people, even if it's here's just why. for a scene. For that one scene, is still gonna be incredibly expensive. I personally believe the way to adapt comic books, the best way to adapt comic books is animation. Animation was my first introduction to those characters. Ultimate Avengers and Ultimate Avengers 2. I watched those movies before I read any comic, but after watching those movies, I was like, I got to get some more of this. And, and that's what got me into comics. But if you have animation and you have like Into the Spider-Verse, you can have a star-studded cast for significantly less money. And for them to just record that voice line, you know, from the comfort of their own home, that's not going to charge as much as uh, uh, Tobey Maguire going to a studio and them having but, to edit but, him into the movie. But, but, why, but why is money an issue with you? Not for me, it's but not, money not, is the thing it. that's stopping people from who's, reprising who's their roles. Who's people? Who's people? I'm talking, talking about, about like Disney. Robert Downey we're talking, Jr. We're about Disney and Chris Marvel. Evans, like the big, big, but they're huge characters, so they should be. But that's different. They they were was in what like eight Marvel movies. The, their time mm-hmm. was for, their time was come. We still have okay. We still have Anthony Mackie for another couple the, more movies. The longevity of the roles lasts a lot longer if you're just able to go into a booth and record it. It's a lot less taxing on their body. They don't have to take that that Disney steroids that turned Kumail Nanjiani maybe they, maybe they from want those a Silicon steroids. Valley dude to a literal Bollywood star. That takes a toll on your body. That takes years off your life. You know, so they have you. You got you got to pay them a little bit extra if disney the fact can do it to walt that. they could do it to all their other actors just fr- put what them in mean? the freezer oh, no. <laughs> you know what i like that conspiracy theory and i think it's probably true that uh, walt disney is cryogenically frozen he probably already got uh uh, uh clones he might have put his actual brain in kevin feige's body and he's just puppeteering it around <laughs> But I think the best way to adapt comics is definitely animation. And we're going to see that in Across the Spider-Verse. Because they're talking about having a different style for each universe that they visit. And I think that's going to absolutely shake up the that's medium Sony, the same though. way the first movie did. Huh? That's Sony, though. We're talking about MCU. Yeah. I think they should Completely follow in things. Sony's footsteps. They're not, I think, though. I'm, and I'm not saying... Animation is the best medium for media, period. But for adapting comic books, animation is by far the best. Which one has made more money, though? If you want to talk about money. Because it hasn't been given a chance. <laughs> it's now being given a chance with Spider-Verse and how whatever much else they do. How much money did the Spider-Verse make, bro? A lot. A lot. But compare it to... How much money did Frozen make? Actually, I take that back. Some of the highest grossing films of all time are animated. Don't talk Lion to me King. about Frozen, Frozen. Frozen is one of the most disrespectful That's... movies in my life. Don't ever talk to me about it's, Frozen. I'm not saying it's good, but you brought up the point of money. Because I'm, you're saying you're saying animation is the way, and you think... What What do you think? MCU should 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 be on the same path as Sony and make start making cartoons? Yes. How does that work, though? 
Are they all of a sudden well, going to be like? Well, you draw a series of individual no, pictures. No, are they going to say? Are they, are they going to really say all? And it looks like the funny picture is moving. Funny joke. Are they all of a sudden going to be like? Our movies are cartoons now. Are their movies oh, are animation? Transition. Okay, I got you right now. Galactus, the world eater, comes right far along the line. It could be twenty years they introduce Galactus. I don't really give a fuck, right? I'm not on some. Oh, when are the when are the mutants coming? Hmm. I feel like I've been doing that for the past ten years, bro. So I don't even care at this point, right? But you have it where this world eater comes in. Galactus is Brian Cranston. <laughs> I really think he would do a great job, right? Um, he probably would. But do. you have him come in. He does the same thing like Thanos. The heroes beat him. He returns. Um, but he's the herald, the same way Silver Surfer is the herald of Galactus. He is the herald for uh, being that is eating not whole planets, but whole multiverses, whole universes, right? And you could end up uh, that that Secret Wars leads up to that, um, and it ends in a space where you get a hard reset of everything we've done thus far. Mind you, it has to ha a hard reset has to happen eventually, because you, you like Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor. The originals are all gone. Of course, you're going to have your legacy characters, Ironheart. And I think that's why the legacy characters were introduced in the comics, at least for um, Ironheart, you know, uh, Falcon, Captain America, and Jane Foster Thor. Um, but they're trying to increase the longevity of the actual MCU. When, if it's animated, they could just do it forever. But besides the point, they're in multiverses, da-da-da-da-da, hard reset. Next iteration is animated. People aren't going to like it at first. That's factual. But give it a couple movies. Give it a couple Disney Plus originals. They're going to get in tune. I think I think the 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 Marvel Rider dies are going to get into it, but I just don't think that sells well to the the casual MCU fans that know these characters for the past 10 years and uh, yeah, I'm going to see that I'm new Marvel casual movie. MCU fan at this because even though the WandaVision stands have seen every single Marvel movie and show. So, okay, so it's I guess part, so I integrated guess, into so I guess pop now, culture. So I guess now they're hardcore because they just kind of, they've been watching them for the past 10 years. What do you define as hardcore? Because I feel like because it's different. It's different when of America has seen because all of the Marvel movies. Being an MCU fan is different than just being a Marvel fan in general. Yeah. A lot of these MCU fans aren't reading the comics, aren't watching any of the other oh, cartoons or the animations. That's what I'm saying those casual fans that it's, love it's a it's it's a it's a jarring difference right between um reading a comic book and watching those movies but i think reading a comic is better um and you you get through a lot more story and development because it's easier to write and sorry i don't want to say it's easier but you could make more comics in the span of time it takes to make one movie. You know what I mean? And more people are able to put their spin on the character and add their involvement and their insight to the character and make changes to the character. Wolverine at one point didn't wasn't Weapon X. He was just a guy with metal claws, and that was his mutant ability. And then they retconned it. So that he went through this terrible transformative process 
and and you know the iconic visor and thing that he had and he has all these wires on him running through the canadian wilderness like i think the best medium to adapt comics is animation you see it with invincible you see it with into the spider-verse um and i think what if was kevin feige and the execs testing the waters to see how would people respond to this um and i like the animation style of what if didn't really like the writing though i'm not gonna lie i was really excited to see gamora's what if situation and they only showed it in the last episode she didn't even get her own episode and she it was gamora in thanos's armor with tony stark with what looked like this sakaran hulkbuster and they were like mm, we're gonna show him for 20 seconds no episode for you i was tight because they was they was busy finishing up no way home kevin feige's putting in overtime he was like all right you guys are done i gotta head over to uh, over there sony meet up with my boy tom him and his gf zendaya she's also in that movie yeah and did you hear about that dude <laughs> the um amy pascal she was like i told tom holland and zendaya the same thing i told Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone and then Kristen Dunst and Tobey Maguire do not fall in love but Spider-Man and the love interest always end up dating without fail well cause you That's know they he... gotta Spider-Man always gotta hold on to you do that MJ, upside down so kiss it's like, exactly it's like it's kinda hard you gonna not be, to you know gonna be fucking raw do you think they have yet Tom Holland and Zendaya I feel like Tom Holland is too. He's too. He's too. Oh, did you for not that. see when they were in the interview, and he said like this, like, and a yeah, web came it's out, a suggestive gesture, and yeah, <laughs> but he's doing the Spider-Man thing. But you, you know what that can be translated as? And Zendaya, you could add it in. Zendaya looks at him and bites her lip like she's having a flashback. That yeah, translates bro. to them having raw sex. Giving her spidey strokes. Let's be honest. <laughs> I feel like Tom Holland is too polite for that. He's probably just he nurtures her and he cares for her. Bro, he has an incredible kisses. amount of polish, but that doesn't mean that dude, no one knows what's going on behind closed doors. You There's just made a, you just made a hypothesis about people. him them giving him spidey strokes. No, 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 not the fact that Tom Holland did it, but Zendaya's reaction to it. She was getting a flashback to well, a distinct Zendaya, memory. Well, Zendaya is a quirky girl, you know? She started off on her Shake It Up show, so obviously she's going to have reactions like that. Oh, brother. Whatever, dude. Listen, if I was Zendaya, yeah, I would do the same thing because Tom Holland's my BF. <laughs> Not if you were Tom Holland, if you were Zendaya. Is it true, that she, has, is it true that she has, has a no nude clause in Euphoria? I read somewhere that she 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 has. I don't no know, but I, I I would probably do the same because this is excessive. I I watched the first season while I was in high school, but watching it now, it's kind it feel kind of weird. It's like, bro, I'm watching all these minors go through trauma and yeah, battle with addiction. I don't know nothing about that show other than the fact that they just won't stop having sex or doing drugs. And there's a lot of like full frontal nudity, ass eating, like. But HBO has been always kind of pornographic. Yeah, they right? always they but, always front and center to showing somebody, especially a new like, man. But the context of it being kid titties, like, bro, I'm good. I'm good on that. Um. 
and I, 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 every time a new episode of Euphoria comes out, I hear on the Twitter timeline people talking about, man, Sydney Sweeney's titties were, they really stole the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I get, like, she's a grown-ass woman, but she's playing, like, a 17-year-old, right? That's OD. So should I watch this show? Is that what you're, that's what you're telling me? That's what I'm suggesting. <laughs> I watched the first season. It was really well directed. It had some really great shots. Like a good good show, right? Um, but <laughs> it had I'm some really great season. shots. What do you mean by that, Chalani? <laughs> you were just telling me it's about Sydney well Sweeney. Directed. They do some really cool stuff with colors with Sydney and, Sweeney. and the fact that there's a lot of uh, characters that are under the influence of drugs. I think they translate that well through the camera you know <laughs> yeah sure man <laughs> i'm sorry that we didn't say this earlier we're an hour and 30 minutes in uh but update time because this is the first video of 2022 happy new year's by the way it's january happy of 2022 new year. it's probably gonna be like february when y'all see this depending on what's going on but um update time for the video for, for the channel uh, like we said, as you can see, we're both remote, remote, remote. The next couple podcasts are probably going to be like this. Um, I like the setup. I, I like it too. I'm, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in my own chair. I mean, but I like both ways, you know? Whoa, let me rephrase that. I like recording both ways. <laughs> no shame in here. No shame in <laughs> But anyways uh, whatever we do, yeah, it's probably the next couple of videos are probably going to be remote from our from our d different locations uh with just scheduling conflicts uh you know we are a-list actors so we have to do we have a lot on our, our on our schedule so it's harder to meet up now uh, for season three of euphoria i gotta you know get prepared for that um, yeah believe it or not they when when they sh when they cast stars for euphoria they don't give them like a script they just give them how many nude seeds they're gonna be in no so, they just strip you down and make you twirl yeah and then they film it Maybe and then a couple dick ups and then see post, how it and, then, boing. and then post production is they they just make the show <laughs> you don't even say lines you just you just get naked they and... just take a 3d scan of your body your <laughs> yeah. nude body yeah yeah um, so next couple of videos are going to be, especially the next couple podcast. And speaking of the podcast, um, we're now a bit more flexible with how we could do the podcast. Cause we used to just kind of do it when we felt convenient to do so, you know, but now it's at an all time high in convenience level. Right. I, I would say. So uh, hopefully we could make make some more consistently. Uh, Let's plays might be a little different. Um, we're gonna we're gonna dabble in to see if we could do some remote. I know we can, but I just don't know how good it will be. And I don't wanna I, I don't wanna settle for less. I mean the slight lag between the two of us, but then factoring in the gameplay. That's yeah, it's it's different when it's a game on the screen. And you have but to react to it. if we play it. a game, say, for example, like Doki Doki Literature Club, that's mostly narrative-based, a little bit of a lag won't really matter. Yeah, when we could we could get into, like, online stuff we could do. Um, just, we're, we're, there's no real... I start, if I start selling crack, then I could buy a gaming PC and we could play a whole bunch of new games, you know, Exactly, right? Exactly. So, um, you know, we're, we're kind of limited, but not really, right? We're kind of just bar embarking on a new, new journey where we're, this is what year about to be year three. 
of Doom Room Nation, of Doom Room World, of being a number one Doomy. So, Third time's um, charm, baby. Yeah, uh, we're super excited for this year. Unfortunately, we, listen, we, we hope to, to get back in the studio soon. I'm currently here by now. Uh, hopefully, Jelani will be here soon, and we could play some cool stuff, get back to the regular podcast with the green but screen and also whatever. Also, the thing about potential reaction video or gameplay Let's Play, we could have face cam. We'll talk about that later. But anyways, uh, audience. Do kids? <laughs> um. Yeah. Just, just wanted to give y'all a little update. Um, with everything's going on. Uh, another thing that I wanted to do is I, I wanted to make like a little poll because there's a bunch of series that we started. I enjoyed, I enjoyed making, I enjoyed editing, I enjoyed uploading, and some people enjoyed, but then we just kind of stopped them, and I, I've I'm heard, bad. I've heard, I've gotten some comments personally to my face that have been, you know, why don't you go back to this game, why don't you go back to that game? So, I've had some comments, why don't you go back to Africa? That Those are a little different comments, you know, I, I, we can't really stop those, but uh if if you viewer out there if you if you see us play a game that we kind of stopped whether it be sonic unleashed po- pokemon fire red uh man hunt the time oh my god alliance <laughs> like if you if if, <laughs> if people want those back we'll we'll make it happen because except for sonic ultimate alliance was detrimental to my health ultimate alliance would be a tough one but if people really wanted it we could bring it back yeah. Uh, you know what, what what people want we we, we want to do you know we want to appeal to the masses um so that's what 2022 is looking like uh i'm glad that we're learning how to do this sort of thing because now we have the option like i said we're we're limiting ourselves but not really we're just kind of learning a new skill um skill uh so we so we have options, right? Take off the, say it again. Take off the air quote. Bro. Stop playing. It's with me. a skill. So we have options. You know, we could record. If you're in this place, I'm in here. Uh, or if you're in here in the house, and we record like how we usually do. Whatever happens, we got it. We 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 got content for it. Um, it might take us a little while because we got our own personal things going on. I have uh, some a couple legal debates that I might have to sort out first before before I'm able to go outside. <laughs> Something simple as that, but um, I won't I won't go. I'm trying to get the rights back to my new 3D scan from HBO Max. Did you said read, they did, could use it for whatever they did want? Did you read that full clause? By the way, I would I hope. I didn't. Our manager told you about that, bro. As soon as you said HBO, she said, you have to read that whole thing. I wanted to check, bro. You just wanted to see Zendaya. And you didn't even get to see Zendaya because she films in her they house. Just use my model, bro. They just use your model, I'll cut this out if you want. They didn't meet any of the cast. Um. Yeah, so that's update time. Update time is finished. I hope you enjoyed the update. And I hope you enjoy our content for this year. Anything you like to add, my good man? Hmm. A toast. <laughs> That's, I don't I have, you don't have a cup. I, but I a toast. I have a Viewers remote. at home, maybe you're watching this podcast while you're eating and drinking. That works. You could sip from that remote, right? Yeah, the, the oils from my hand. What are we toasting? 
to the future this next year this next year this next year and all the years after health and vitality to wealth (laughs) and frugality excuse me so cheers to 2022 Cheers to doom, doom, doom forever. Doom. Cheers to all the centuries and millenniums that we will last. Uh, when the world explodes, it'll just it'll just be doom room after the supernova. Yeah, when when the world explodes, it'll just be roaches, uh, earthworms, and doom room uploads. Doom room. <laughs>